0: anyone's talking they're
1: blockers that's not why i can't how you fucking backwards oh. shit i hate the
0: brother. all right what's up guys today uh my guest is a hilarious comic uh but much more than hilarious He's very thought provoking very dark, very, very smart. Uh He's also a great writer and uh, a burgeoning actor. Would you say burgeoning? Burgeoning, yeah, I yeah, like that. <laughs> um, Please welcome BS, comedian, but as we know him, Brian Simpson. Dude.
2: Thanks, man. Did I leave anything out? Nope, nope, that's it. That's all I am.
0: I wanted to ask you, I wanted to tell you why I wanted to... Talk to you today, but I wanted you to finish our conversation off camera because you were like digging the man cave.
2: No, no, this is dope, man. Because I, I, I forgot. I, you know, it's easy. Like I was saying, you got the perfect level of fame where it's like you're not so famous that you can't walk down the street anywhere. Take it down. But you're, but you're famous enough where you will always work until you die, like Betty White. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: I hope so. I like that. Yeah, that's it the Betty White type of fame. I always equate my fame as like I'm like a like a like a a, a, a night a 7 at Trader Joe's in the Valley, like a woman.
2: Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Like I'm
0: a, a hot 7.
2: See, I That's I, about I get. Bothered. I think of it like um I think of it like distance, right? Where yeah. it's like Michael Jackson is famous from up the street. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, and what you want is when people get about this close, they go, "You, Jamie Kennedy, right?" What you don't want is for people to walk for you to walk past somebody. and They go, "Was that was that Jamie?" Right? Because that, that's when you know your shit is downhill. But as soon, as long as you can get that recognition right here, that's it, what you want, right there. That's so good. Distance fame. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So we really don't know each other.
2: No, not really. I think we, we just we met a few times, uh
0: yeah, been
2: on a few shows or something,
0: yeah, but I think that you are you just are amazing, and you have this voice, and I want to ask you questions about yourself if that's cool, yeah, yeah, and then I think that you really, really go in on a lot of things. you were doing we so were doing Ari's show or something in this living room, and you were talking about the drug laws, and I was like, that is so smart, you had a whole drug law bit and then i've been following your gram and the, some of the stuff you've been saying is like incredible but before i get into that i want to ask you so how long have you
2: been doing stand-up um it's it'll be exactly 10 years next week 10 years wow okay where are you from i'm originally from uh the dmv D- dc maryland virginia that area okay um and uh, But I started stand-up in San Diego.
0: I saw that. Because you were military? Right, right, right. Thank you for your service. Thanks. I always tell people, "What, well, you're Marines, right? Yeah, yeah. I always tell people probably the most gratifying gig I ever did was in Baghdad. Really? Yeah. So I go in over there, and Bill Dawes, you know who that is? Yeah. He was opening for me, and then Paul Wall, Rapper, what? Yeah, we had a comedy rap show, and my partner Stu Stone is like a rapper and a comedian, and we get off, we go to to uh, Kuwait, which is kind of like Beverly Hills, and then that, we chill there for a night. And it was pretty low key. And then we go into Baghdad, in the zone.
2: It's a whole other world.
0: Yeah, and yeah. we get off, and. These dudes just get off, and they go, fucking these built, young, totally respectful men and women, but men picked us up right out of the fucking chopper. And they go, thank God you're here, man. Fucking yeah. Pamela Ann's just canceled the fucking bitch. <laughs> and, and, like, it was us and the Buffalo Jills, which is the, cheer, the, cheer, the cheerleaders for the Bills. Oh, wow. And, like, they were so grateful that we were there and i was like crying and we would do shows in the back of trucks we would do shows in halls we would do shows in the fields pop up tons of we'd always hear bombs then we'd have to stop let it pass continue the show and i did that for a week
2: yeah i I think uh, marines are the best marines are probably the second best crowd next to it's like prisoners i'm talking about just as as far as like being grateful you know what i mean Marines, and then prisoners, and then like Narcotics Anonymous, like like those kind of groups, so like people, <laughs> you know, just just people that have seen some dark shit, like, yeah, for long periods of time. They're just so grateful to ha- to not have to think about that shit for a little while.
0: Yeah. Now you're you're thirty
2: eight. Yeah, I'm thirty eight. Yeah. So
0: what what? So you were in for, I thought you were in for twenty years, or no? Can no, you, no, no. I 10 was ten
2: years. Five years. Five, five years. years. Yeah, I was in for five years. Then I was lost for five years, and then I started doing comedy.
0: Some of the greatest, so some of the greatest insights about the, the world and really the military I get from doing those shows. Is that you? I thought you farted. I was like,
2: well. Uh, you dig it. Let me turn that shit off. Hold on. What kind of phone is that, bro? It's a Note 20. That's okay. It's yeah. like a
0: good brick. I get, uh, I like Baghdad and I did a couple USO tours and I did tours here in America. And I always feel it's the most, the most respectful people. And also, I feel, because I know some Israeli women Mm. and having to do time over there, they all have to go into the army. It shows me how much the military, really, everybody kind of needs a stint. I'd like to get your opinion. But I feel like I learned so much about what's really going on, and you guys don't say it or can't say it. Some of these guys in for 20 years really can't say this shit because they'll lose their pension.
2: See, I don't know if it's the military exactly. I think I think you should, before you can vote, you should have to do at least... Either either two years in the military or four years making minimum wage. Yeah, then you can vote. You know what I mean? It's, it's got to be something where you where you feel invested, where you sacrifice something. You know?
0: Yeah, I totally agree because you have to see what is really going on. Like over there, we stayed. Did you do time over there?
2: Yeah, yeah, I went over there twice.
0: Yeah. You did two tours.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't a grunt, so I you know it was like. What you what you what you imagine when you say that is not what my job. I was a technician, you know what I mean. I never had to like I was never on the front lines or nothing like
0: that. Okay,
2: yeah. So we we only got we only got shelled. We never got shot at. Like we only got those, the, the these RPGs over the gate, like every few days or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But we were never none of my none of my platoon died or anything like that. At least not there. Wow. Yeah, and we had people. We had a guy. Kill himself right when we got back. Really, but for for some reason, man, it's real high the the veteran suicides, uh, and, and you know, I, I can't and I can't quite put my finger on on why that is. You know, but I think maybe it has a lot to do with the fact that like they're not and they're not encouraged to give voice to like their mental health struggles, at least not when I was in, apparently, from, you know, because I still have friends that are in, you know, and it's like apparently things are much more different now and much more sensitive, but I can't imagine by too much. I would think it was because of their PTSD. Um, yeah, yeah. That I mean, I think that's that's what it is for some people, but I think some, because cause you got to think about it like this. Where does the military pull from? For the most part, it's poor people that, you know what I'm saying? is like a large percentage of people go into the military already a little fucked up, you know what I mean? And so whether it's PTSD or whether it's, you know, night terrors or major depressive, you know, it's like it's just going to exacerbate those problems, you know? Yeah, like, you know, like they uh, 100%, like they say
0: fame doesn't make you worse. It just shows you who you really are. Good or bad I mean it's obviously A lot different than fame But Seeing the military One of the things I noticed about it It was Literally like I see a dude From like Backwoods Mississippi And a dude From Compton And they're both Just in the same platoon Laughing Getting along Understanding The world And both For a common cause And also seeing A lot of the bullshit The conversations I had And with young women so, I, I, it was a fucking super eye-opening experience for me. Yeah. And it was, you're right, like people that were like, this was their only shot. Yeah. And I they're think, the most respectful.
2: I think a lot A lot of people too is like, it, that being in that situation kind of forces you to put a bunch of things, in, prioritize a bunch of things in front of. Your bullshit. Your bullshit, right. But then when you're out. And, you know, and and so this identity that wasn't really yours is gone. And this purpose that is now someone else's is gone. And I think a lot of people have a hard time adjusting to that, you know. There is, because there's something, even though I would never go back in the military, you know. but, But there is something I miss about the simplicity of it. You know, of every single day knowing exactly what I was doing, where I needed to be, when I needed to be there. You know, and, and there was never a mystery to it. It was always exactly given to me, you know, my purpose every day. You had the structure. Right. And now that's gone. <laughs> you know, it's like I have to make my own structure, which I've never really been good at. So wait, what is your, you're
0: from D.C. Right. And why did you become a comic? I mean, I, I have my reasons, but. Why did I become a comic? yeah and tell me if people ask these questions too
2: much um no i mean I, get, I guess I get that question quite a bit, I mean, never quite put like that, but
0: uh well um, I mean here you are you're from d c yeah I think you when I went think, to the army and then yeah. you said you were lost
2: yeah in the in the military, that was the one thing that people kept saying you you should be a comedy, you should try comedy, and um and then, and, and then after I got out, when I went home, people started saying it, and people weren't saying it before I went went in, you know, because being a comic isn't something that I grew up wanting to be, you know. But then, yeah, that kind of put the little bug in me, and I wanted to give it a try. I wanted to give it a try, and then finally one day I just I, I went to a shitty show, and worked up the and seen how bad it was. I was like, oh, I'm better than at least like I can't be worse than that.
0: <laughs> so that's that's the most healthiest way. To go in and like literally people telling you you should be in it. That's oh, yeah. what I believe. Instead of like thinking you should do it. I'm not saying people aren't successful that way, but to me, your your calling chose you. Do right, you agree with right.
2: that? Yeah, that's yeah, that's absolutely true.
0: You want to do it till you die.
2: Yeah, I mean honestly, I don't. I don't think I have a choice. Okay. You know, it's like I don't because I can't imagine. You have to. It's doing you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine doing something else. And and there have been times you know how it is like in the beginning where you still working nine to fives and you know, whatever you got to have multiple side hustles and shit to survive in LA. Yeah. And, but it wears on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, cause the mo- the day I would, the first time, the first day, and this wasn't too long ago, but the first day where I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do, I can do just this and nothing else. I can never go back. You know, I mean, I could if I had to, but, I would, no, I, I would be miserable. No, you you you've you're jumped in now.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's not going back. So how, you're making a living in it now. Yeah. How long? Five years? Uh, no, it's been like two years, two and a half years. So like eight years. Listen to that. Yeah. How many people? And you're great. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Like eight years, and you're great. Like you're a great writer. You know, like I've been funny enough to do make a living at it for longer than a couple of years, but I just you know through the the way I set my life up didn't let me do all that. you know what I mean but you don't have your wife and kids no. nope, no wife, no kids, none of that. What was your overhead? um it was well well see the problem was is that when I was in San diego i my life was such that I made just enough money to pay rent and go go up every night. Okay. You know and so I never saved nothing. I never you know, I didn't cuz I I had the, a great job cuz they lo- they believed in my comedy. So they were like, look, when you need off, you just take off. You know, and when we can give you hours, we give you hours and I was I was bar backing at at a bar. Okay. And I and it was but it was like it was backbreaking ass work, but I made just enough to live on. And You know, you got, at some point you got to make that jump. You know, people could go move to LA, move to LA, you know, go on the road, go on the road, you know, but it was like, I didn't have a car, didn't have a license, you know, anyway. So I moved up to LA. I ended up homeless, ended up living in this shelter. And then they make you, they kind of make you get your life. It it was a shelter for Iraq veterans. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of make you get your shit together in a way. And right after that, Everything started flipping. Like I got passed at the store, and you know, Segura took me on a road with him, and then that made other people notice me, and then I got on Spade Show, and then that opened up all the door. And then, and then you know, then I start hitting the road, and then the pandemic hit. You know, fuck. But that, but that's just how it goes. I mean, I'm like, because all of these people are like, comedy's over. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's not over. That's gonna be right there waiting for everybody when when this shit is over with. So
0: I would say almost the number one thing waiting. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. Wow. what it's so good to hear that you say that eight years because people don't understand. I mean, you're a grinder. Yeah, you're out. I see you at any show. Right. I'm like, I'm out there in the valley. I'm out there at the store, the improv, wherever. And you're there and you're out there grinding. And so but eight years a lot of people think this comedy is, you know, something that's easier than that. And yeah. that's 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 a grind, dude.
2: Yeah, it takes a while, man.
0: I mean... And that's real. Do you have an hour? Oh, yeah. An hour and a half, probably. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little
2: bit more than an hour and a half.
0: Okay. Maybe. See, now, I have so many questions for you. So I'm going to start slow. Because we, we really don't know each other. Yeah, let's get <laughs> but, it. Let's get it in. But man. I like to do that because, I mean... I consider you, I'm not even really political, but I'm learning about all this stuff. I think you're probably a, as a moderate, right? Is that the right term? Mm. You're kind of in the middle? Because I, when I read yeah. about your stuff, it's very sensible.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a healthy mistrust of the establishment. Mm-hmm. But I... Um, you know, I guess if you had to sum me up on the spectrum, I'm a little, I'm a little lefty. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I also don't trust the left. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
2: Because I'm always one of those people that's like, because I'm very, I'm, I'm very fearful of becoming dogmatic. You know, or getting sucked into a thing where someone tells me that I. That it, all the thinking's been done. This is what we think. And like, wait a, minute, wait a minute! I don't get to think. No, 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 no. You know, it's like I'm. I'm very. F- that 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 turns me away very quickly. You know, it's like it, it doesn't even if you're saying the right thing to me, how you got there is just as important. You know, so some people, so a lot of people, don't want to think. They just want to be belong to a group and have that group think for them. You know, and, and I'm I'm just never going to do that. So critical thinking. Yeah, so I guess I would say that I'm I'm mostly rejected by a lot of the people on my side, because I don't want I'm you know I'm not I don't just settle for what the group is saying, you know most of the time they have reasonable conclusions but it's like, you know I don't want to hear some other person's idea that you regurgitated you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that from you. I get that. People love you and respect you, but I get that you're your own person. Yeah, a little bit. I know you. Because it's almost like, and then what I hate is how people want you, they want you to respond to something that didn't even come from them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? It it, it 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 almost be like a chef, um, eating a sandwich from Gordon Ram like Gordon Ramsay made, and then throwing up on your table and going, "What do you think about this sandwich?" You know, and it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's like, what do you want me to say about that? It's, yeah, it's not even your idea. You know, so I like I. It's always healthy to to challenge yourself because that's what it really is. It's not that I'm, you know, it's not that I'm trying to be some kind of contrarian or something, but it's like I'm constantly challenging my own beliefs and stuff because I don't want to be that person that's just thinking, that's just doing without thinking, you know? Yeah, did did you read the Malcolm X book? No. You never did? No, what's it
0: called? I think it's called X. Oh, okay. No, I never read it. But he talks about how he was a zealot in one way of believing. I think, I mean, don't quote me, fix me in the comments, but the teaching of Elijah Muhammad. Okay. And then in jail, something happened, because he didn't really like, you know, he said the white man was the devil, and he really had, didn't have a good feeling towards the white man, the way he would say. And then something happened and changed, and literally overnight in jail, after doing a lot of reading, he says, it's not as, it's not that way. And he let it go within like one night and he changed. He was still doing what he was doing, but he wasn't as militant.
2: Um, see, that's, that's, that's a remarkable, that's what makes him a remarkable person. Cause most people don't, they don't have that in them. Yeah. He let it go to change themselves in one night, like to change something fundamental about you. Yes. You know what I mean? He said it, like it left him because
0: of the understanding he gained. Mm. Because I I don't know. Someone can check me in the comments. But basically, the relationship he was finding out in jail, he's finding other sides of the story he didn't know. So, because there's so much. You, you talk about so much in your Instagram. So, I'm going to be curious. Do you think Trump should have been banned on Twitter? No. Okay.
2: No. I think... You heard that. Yeah. I think... And I'm going to tell you why. I think it sets a... a, a A dangerous precedent And I
0: hate labels bro But you're a comedian And a black man And I don't know Which one you subscribe to first And you're a human (laughs) And you're a military man You have four or five labels But just know That already You're saying that You do not You just said You don't think You should have been banned on Okay,
2: I think it was a bad move And I'm gonna tell you why I think Again It's easy To get caught up because a lot of times people don't give a shit what power they're giving up, as long as it's to something they want, mm-hmm. and that's how they fool you. Every time, every time the government has done some sneaky shit, it's been with the full support of half the people mm-hmm. because they're doing some sneaky shit on your behalf. You're not thinking about who's going to have that power later. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's it, and it's like um, you know, perfect example how. People were like, fuck the police, defund the police. And then at the same time, turning in those people at the, you know, calling the FBI to turn in people. You know, so it's like, it's like, it's like how can you be both of those things? I don't, because it's one thing to say, Perfect oh, example, the same, the same people that go, Twitter's a private company. They can mm-hmm. do whatever they want. They didn't feel that way when that bakery wouldn't bake that cake for those lesbians. Remember that? Yeah. They didn't go, oh, that's a private company. Why? Because it was something that they that they wanted. You yes. understand it what was I'm saying? Their, it
0: was in their agenda.
2: So it's like, right, it's one thing or the other. Uh, an example I always give is, um, <clears throat> remember Bush one? Or Bush Jr.? Yeah. So during his presidency, because that was my first time voting when I voted when he ran against Gore, I think, right in the first um, time. And he, so... His presidency was the first time I ever heard of presidential signing statements, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: right? Which is basically you, so when the president signs a bill in the law, right, they can accompany it with a little statement saying, you know, I understand this law to mean this, Mm -hmm. or I understand this section to mean that, which is kind of... A gray area a legal gray area because they're not allowed to make law without congress they're not allowed to go around congress but as long as they stay within the loose interpretation of what the laws what the bill says nobody cares right but my point is bush signed like 78 of them or something like that i don't know the exact number and the whole time he was president you know because i used to wake up in the morning and listen to like norman goldman and Rachel Maddow, I had her ship record her podcast shit recorded. You were into it that much? Oh, yeah. Every morning I woke up listening to these people. Why? Because I, I, I didn't have anything else going on in my life. <laughs> but you were 18, you said? I was, no, no, no. By this time, I was probably like 20, 22, something okay. like that. Okay. But my point is, my point is, I heard all about these signing statements, right? It's not fair. It's not right, blah, blah, blah. And then oh, as soon as Obama became in president the right shut up about uh, 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 the left shut up about the signing statements and obama started using them to like you know make stuff wildlife reserves and shit like that and, and nobody had anything to say mm-hmm. and that's what i'm talking about is it's like you keep saying twitter's a private company because you because you feel like yeah we're sticking it to donald trump but like but what happens when they decide that you're saying some shit that they don't agree with mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like t mobile's a private company what do they? What if what they decide they don't like what you said to your mama yesterday? Mm-hmm. It's like so. Yeah, I don't. And also, here's the other thing: I don't think it works. I don't think banning him from Twitter has made him less powerful. It just it just doubles down to his conspiracy. People, they all of them now they go see they're coming after us.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's like
2: it didn't it didn't do anything but make you feel good for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Now we don't know what these motherfuckers are out here doing.
0: See, it's really going to make his base even that much more feel oppressed. They're
2: crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's going to make them crazy.
0: And they're going to get even more riled up. So, okay, so you're saying that, and that's, I, I mean, listen, I think it's a slippery slope. This is what I think should be banned on Twitter, anything illegal or highly immoral. But the highly immoral is hard to put a meter on because people's morality codes are different. Yeah. But anything illegal or hate, you know what I'm saying. But then there's there's levels of what hate is, right? People can say one thing, and some people say this and this. So, but you know, people you say that he shouldn't be banned. People get really mad. You know, just they're like going crazy. Yeah.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not gonna put on a cape for him. I mean, I don't care that he's banned. Yeah, but if I if we had, if we had voted on it, <laughs> I would have voted no. Don't ban him.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, do you think that? If someone voted for Trump, that they're a racist?
2: Um, No, not necessarily. I I mean, it it depends on what you mean when you say racist. Well. Because I think it's these people that voted for Biden that are racist. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) In which side? Which way? I I mean, you know, in that... You've what a, color? You, you've been in Hollywood a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the because the, there's a lot of racists out here. Yup. You know, and they try to skate by espousing these like liberal views. Like, like Give me,
0: you, yeah. Go ahead, go in on this because I remember reading this. You um, said something.
2: Just b- because here's here's my thing, right? It's like my whole my whole perspective on Hollywood as it as an industry mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, is is that it, it's it's mind blowing to me that they get to look back now and go, oh, my God, we've been racist this whole time. You know, and then... Because it's the same people that did the racist shit. This town is so responsible for so much racism. And it's the same people that have been running the town this whole time that's still running everything. So you're saying they're
0: all of a sudden going, oh... This was bad. We shouldn't have did that 20 years ago. <laughs> Let's stop that. But they're not getting kicked out.
2: Right. Well, well, I mean, because I, I, I don't know how you kick them out. How do you kick out, you know?
0: I equate it to, like, people that, like, worked at, Par- like, Paramount. And they're, like, clogging up the system. I'm just using Paramount. But, like, the system of Hollywood. And then these great new companies come in that are streamers. And then they hire the people from the old legacy media. And it's like you're doing right. the same. You're an innovator. You know, you can have some people in there that are good strategists, but get a lot of this other clutter out of the way. Yeah, exactly. So I know that's what you're saying in terms of the It's.
2: I I just feel like this place is a, this country really is, it's a place where the way things look matter more than the way things are. You know, and so perfect example. L.A. is the hotbed of COVID-19, right? Supposedly, supposedly, okay, and but outwardly, we're the we're the the conscientious blue city that's gonna save the world with all our programs and foundations and all this. But that's just for show. We, we're spiking, we're spiking here just like in Florida. You know what I mean? And, and when they were like, "What well, fuck, COVID?" You know. So, it, it, and obviously, there's more nuance to the science and all of that stuff. But my point is, people here. People here will go on Twitter and go, you know, save lives, wear a mask, and then go to a party. 100%. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Because because the hypocrisy long, is real. Yeah, as long as your image is polling well, no one gives a fuck about what's really happening.
0: Dude, a thousand percent. I, I didn't realize why we're opening on Friday. Do you realize why we're opening? No. Well... We are the hotbed. If you talk, I talked to a couple of medical people, and they're like, yo, we're overstaffed. I mean, we're overstocked here. There's, we're, there's no more room for any more patients. Be- and, you know, it's cold this week, but, uh, you know, if you've been out, you see people that are all on the street jogging. I mean, mostly some people are wearing masks, but you see people gathering.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, Gavin New call, New, uh, Newsom's got 1.3 sign- million signatures against his recall. How many he you need? 1.7. Oh, wow. So I'm like, duh. That's why they're opening up. <laughs> so all of Melrose is getting undone. All those things that are boarded up, I was there yesterday. Completely washing their windows, acting like it's business as usual. Wow. So we're going to find out two, one or two things. Yeah. It's going to spike like crazy, and it's done. Or it's not going to spike, and there's a little fucking...
2: I mean, that's what, that's, what, that's what he gets, though, for being, for being a pussy about but it. This
0: is f- but this is what I'm saying is he's about to be recalled and they're, they're just opening the business. And everyone's like, why is he doing that? It's clearly obvious. <laughs> he's about to be recalled.
2: Right, right. It's so, just, he's been wishy-washy this whole time, though. So he's trying to balance his political aspirations with public health. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think California was really good. We were yeah. doing a lot of good, and I don't mind that we were locked down. But I'm, I'm fortunate,
2: you know. Well, and I, what he, what he should have done was had some balls and did a full on fucking lockdown. Yes, and not all of this. Oh well, you know, you, you know, the barbershop can open as long as it's like, it's like none of that bullshit. Because you've been over. You, I, I, been, I was going to the comedy store when it was still like when you could still when we were doing it in the window and, shit. Mm-hmm. and it's like you. You know, the restaurant right next to it, it's like, it's packed in there. Yeah. It's like, because those people are sitting down, that don't mean shit. It's like, if we had just really locked down for like a couple of months, we'd have the same amount of pain, but we'd be well away from being the hotbed of COVID-19.
0: Dude, I know people that went to Florida, got it, didn't know they had it, came back, and now are chilling in their apartments. They have it. Well, what about the plane? And every now they're in L.A. That's why we're having problems. <laughs> right. You know, and I don't blame them, but I blame like, that's why it's not going to stop. When I look at the Alabama football game, I had a whole rant about it. When I see all those people in the quad just jumping up and down, they won their seventh championship. Congrats, you did it again. Is that essential? But So all of these students are in Alabama, thousands of them, bro. Just yeah. And ESPN's reporting it. So why is football essential, but a small pizza shop isn't? Why is a small businessman getting fucked?
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It doesn't make sense. Again, because it's not, it would be different if they could demonstrate, you know, somehow, you know, COVID doesn't spread at football games. But it does spread at pizza shops. Right. But they can't, but they just, they just picking and choosing. Just like, because they act like it was a mystery when it started going up again, even though it started going up again right after they opened schools. Right, and it's like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen in these schools, man? Yeah, you think these little kids gonna keep their masks on and not share germs? No way, you're crazy. Yeah, it's like, I think we're well past the point where where any of the things we're doing for show are helping. So,
0: when you're talking about that, you're talking about this is one thing, and then this is another thing. Like, what's showing, what's going on? So. How did you feel when the protest started happening, just in terms of the pandemic part of that?
2: Um, uh, oh, so how did I feel about the pandemic? Well, because like, the pandemic pro- was
0: raging, but and then, then we- you know, like, they don't want you to go to a pizza shop, but you can gather on Hollywood Boulevard with, you know, 400,000
2: people. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I, honestly, I... I didn't care. And you didn't care. I didn't care because I'm like, because I went out there to a couple of the protests. You know, everybody was masked up. And even though it's like clearly some people caught COVID. Everybody from,
0: was not masked up.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm just I'm <laughs> just saying where I was. But, but clearly people caught COVID at these protests. But yeah. they felt like what they want, what they were protesting for. 100%. Mattered more. You know what 100%. I mean? and, and for me, it's like, it's one of them things where, that was something that, like, bubbled over. And there's nothing you can do about that. You can't put that back in the bag. You saw they try to put curfews, people still out in the streets. Like, you can't stop people from, you know. It, but it, honestly, again that, again, that was also kind of a lot for show, too, because cause I, I wonder— who is
0: doing the show for— White those, people. Yeah, okay, so explain that. Because— So man, the it, Black it, Lives it, Matter protest in June, a lot of the show was for white people. I no, think no, I know what you mean. You no, know, what
2: I mean is, I and, and this might just me being cynical, right? Mm-hmm. But I wonder how widespread and uproarious the protests would have been had everyone not been locked in the house for two months. You know what I mean? Interesting. Because to me, it seemed like the perfect storm... Of things where it was like everyone had been locked down for a little longer than they thought they were, um and a lot of people didn't have work mm-hmm. to go to, mm-hmm. and they had shit else going on, everyone had finished tiger king and and it was like and it was like yo do you do do you hate black people? No, you want to go outside? yeah, let's get the fuck out here. You know what I mean, but I wonder. I wonder if, you know, if George Floyd had died in January mm. and the, the movement was in February, I wonder how many people would have, like, you know, it was, was like, you, well, you have something to lose. Because to me, that's, it, it's just when there's nothing at stake, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to take what you're doing 100%. When, when you put someone on line, like, okay, you got to take off work. You got to inconvenience yourself. There's no, we're not holding up no traffic. Cause remember, cause remember how people in LA acted when people try to shut down the highway Mm -hmm. during regular times, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Like motherfucker. look, I agree with you, but shit. The the 405. Yeah. So I, I wonder, I just, I'm just suspicious of people cause I saw people pull up, take a selfie, leave, you know what I mean? So I just wonder how many people really, and here we are. Not that long later, maybe what, nine months later, six months later? Six. Yeah. And, you know, all those people that was talking all of that shit, where are they? Dude. It was like, black people still are here. Somebody just got killed the other day by the police. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, you know, it's like, where's all the, where's where's that movement? Because it felt like in the moment, it felt like, oh, this shit is never going to die. This is different.
0: Yes, I do. I have so much to say to that. But, for me, I felt different, so but you're black, so you have to tell me if you're saying it felt different, then it was different. you're not the first person to say this,
2: yeah, it felt different but okay, yeah, so okay, so me taking off my cynicism hat, right yeah, I do think it was different, okay you know, in the sense that no, I don't, because the protest often doesn't make it it most things nothing changes from a protest, like immediately. Uh Right, But what I think it did do was Because this generation is so Up on trends and what's trendy And what's trending and those things It made it So people don't feel So people feel more empowered to like speak up And speak out about certain shit Uh You know what I mean? Uh But um, I don't know But it remains to be seen I'm, I'm still waiting to see
0: Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I got to interrupt myself. What would you notice about that video? You like that hoodie, huh? For right now, I'm offering a limited time special. That's right. Hoodie from Malibu's Most Wanted. This is B-Rad. It's a limited, limited hoodie authenticated by me. And we're only going to do 25 of each. That's right, 25 of each. And that's it. The link is down below. Click it if you want to be part of the B-Rad army. All right, now I'm going to cut back. From myself to myself. So I was asking you about Trump, and I'm not political, but you have to say that. And I didn't even vote, and I already got hollered at by a lot of people. But I think voting is a lot of bullshit. But you might tell me differently.
2: No, okay,
0: we'll see. But you know, one guy was asking me, is like, you know, Trump is Trump is racist, 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 right? And it does, it's, it, I do hear from uh, black people that. At least five, and who mostly are comedians, some just you know, regular nine to fivers that they've never felt white supremacist and such have been so emboldened. And that was like a message that was really hitting me. Mm. But and I said, Well, what got confusing is, is like you know, Wheezy back in Trump or. Cube and I know you had a great quote about Cube and who I worked with who is a smart dude and a cool dude and Candace Owens and so my question to you is is every black person that doesn't disagree with Trump a sellout because that was the message I was getting take your time
2: that's because that's kind of a yeah. That's that's a loaded question. Because look,
0: I know, but so, dude, that's what white the white moderate <laughs> is saying. That's every, what the white mod. I think Wheezy is as down as it gets. I think Candace Owens is really intelligent, but you, it's like you, 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 if you like them, you're a sellout.
2: Because okay, okay, but look, I also
0: love a lot of things that Omar says. That lady, I I, I like a lot of different things. But
2: can, okay, but see, Wheezy Weezy got a pardon out of taking the I rituals. know.
0: So that doesn't look too you know, good. And, and was he really looking at 10 years?
2: I don't know what he was looking at. I mean, he'd been to prison before. He had a lot of
0: gun charges.
2: Yeah, he and he went to prison before. And I don't think he wanted to go. Um but but um but also an ice cube was just trying to get I think he was trying to help the community. Right, Ice Cube was trying to help the community. Yeah. And Both ju-
0: parties, he said.
2: Well, and he, and he said that Trump just called him back first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's who he talked to. It wasn't like he was t- siding with... But, um, but also, it's like... Because he, here, here's where it breaks down in communication, right? Is I think a lot of white people think a racist is a bad person. And, and it's like, and since, and it's like, and and so y'all look at it like, since I'm not a bad person, I'm not a racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, and then, so when you do some shit that perpetuate racism and somebody says that's racism, it's like, to me, most, most white folks' main concern is that when it's all said and done, that they aren't the racist. L- yeah, like, they- white people care more about them not being the racist than about racism. Right. So, yep. it, and, and I have this, I had this thought experiment. I do. So I, well, I used to do all the time. Cause I had to, but it was like, uh, I would ask a white person like, Hey, if you, if, if you had to just to, to end all racism in the world, if you, all you had to do was go on live television, halftime Super Bowl, and, tell everybody how racist you are. <laughs> and you know the first thing to fly out their mouth? But I'm not racist. Oh, yeah. Right? Not Oh, of course. Like, if I, if, I, if, I, if I gave you the same thing, but it was to cure cancer or world peace, you wouldn't go, but I don't have it. Right? It's like, why is your first reflex? But I'm not a racist. Right? Because it's not what I asked you. I didn't ask you if you were a racist. I asked you if all you had to do was say you were to get rid of it all. Right. But it's like Ooh. your concern is mainly your. So anyway, so my point is, that's a good we don't always mean the same thing when we say racism, because mo- most most time when black people talk about racism, we're talking about the systemic problem and, and, a, and an isolated incident is just more of that. And I think a lot of times when white people are talking about racism, they're talking about an incident. Like an occurrence, yes. You know what I mean. And they're like, so is is Trump racist? Like, does he hate white? Does he hate black people? No, I don't think so. Is Trump racist in the sense that he perpetuates policies and and worldviews that that uh, that continue to oppress minorities? Of course. I mean, he's always been like that. The, but the, the the big thing with Trump is he doesn't give a fuck about the Klan and all of them. He cares about him, and if you support him, he'll fuck with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? It's like if we, <laughs> if we'd have had a Black Lives Matter for Trump organization, mm-hmm. he'd have, he'd have probably he ain't no telling what he would have fucking done because mm-hmm. he, he's just such a narcissist that a little stroke of the ego, and he's on your he's on your side. Now Candace Owens, look, I, I think Candace Owens is one of those people that is. Dude, she's it, well. Let me, let me. She's well spoken. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. seems
0: highly intelligent. Again, I don't know enough about her, but she seems to make very good points.
2: She's a wordsmith and a bullshit artist. Right? <laughs> she, she's all those things. She, but I think very I, pretty. Yeah, I think Candace Owens is a contrarian. Um, that is masquerading as as a skeptic,
0: you know. So do you think that she is a sellout?
2: Oh Well, of course. Of course. Uh, well, okay, that's that, that's a hard that's also a hard question to answer too because I don't know if it's we mean, I don't know if we mean the same thing when we say sellout.
0: Well, what I mean is this, it's like like you you had this stuff in your Instagram and and you know, this is why I wanted to talk to you because this is what white people have to do, or people just have to talk, but people try to speak for other races. And that's like, I want to talk to you about your white ally video. Okay. But what I mean is, is that here's this woman, she says some stuff, and she seemed to make some intelligent points at some point. And I was like, that was interesting. And if I like her, I'm a conservative Supporting a sellout And I'm like Am I? Like she seems like She makes money And whatever Okay I guess her husband's white It doesn't bother me You know I don't know Maybe that's who she was attracted to that day yeah. But like
2: I don't know that, I don't know anything about her personal. Yeah life.
0: But it doesn't bother me Like But like So like when she With Cardi Like Cardi B Is Is useful For what I want Cardi B To be useful for Okay, but when the Biden administration used her to, like, try to get fans and, like, to vote, <laughs> and then they put her against Candace Owens, I'm like, that's just not a fair fight. No. And that's just not, that's not her wheelhouse. Have her perform for you, bro, but not talk like that. And I'm not dissing you, Cardi, if you ever see this. I'm a fan. But, you know, there's wheelhouses. Just like Candace Owens is not going to shake like her. Maybe she can. I don't know. But Cardi B has her own strengths. So I feel like Candace Owens became this intelligent person and people just think it's, she. I only hear that she's a sellout and that's why I get confused because see, black people backing things that are considered bad and I'm like, are they all
2: sellouts? See, then? I don't think Candace Owens is a sellout because I don't, I don't, I don't think she necessarily believes all that shit she's saying. It's like, that's how she makes money. That it
0: would be selling out
2: like, then. Like, I could predict, I could, okay, well then she's a sellout. I, Cause I can predict what her opinion is gonna be on some shit without before I even hear her say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the opposite of whatever black people think. You know what I mean? So it's like, or she's gonna say always.
0: Nothing. Is that always the case? Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Like whenever, whenever one of these dudes, whenever an unarmed black person gets shot by the police, I mm-hmm. know exactly what her take is gonna be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. She's gonna find a find some way to like justify it. You know what I mean? And, which is that's her and that's her wheelhouse. The pro- See, my problem is that we don't really have, we don't have that person on the left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't have the like, we don't have a Candace Owens on the left. We don't have a Ben Shapiro. But maybe it's just, maybe it's not profitable when people on the left are that way, because we're the, you know, I guess our side is like, don't be mean, you know, don't, don't be a bully and shit. They don't, they don't have those restrictions over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like it's like fight it's like fighting an enemy that's willing to like use poison and assassins and bombs and we're just like the like the romans that are like no a fair fight is on flat ground with no sneaky bushes or yeah. it's like we we won't fight dirty or it's like we it's But like, the left can get Come on! Oh yeah, we we can get nasty so long as we can make it look like we're not being nasty.
0: That you just said it, See, so that right, will be called fronting.
2: The right, the right, <laughs> the right will be nasty and not give a fuck how you feel about. Yes. it. Yes, that's what I want. Yes, exactly. I want somebody <laughs> on our side that's cutthroat, <laughs> that will say the dumbest, most nonsensical shit to you with a straight face and not fucking back up an inch. Think about the think about the fact that there's people that are still. And I'm talking about people in, in politics yeah. that are still with President Trump. Mm-hmm. That are still like uh, my career is attached to his, and I'm with him till it's over. Oh yeah, you know it's like some people will just. I, we need one of those people. We need those. We need people like that over here. Ride or dies. Yeah, that are like just crazy, just crazy, and and willing to fight dirty, openly. Yeah, yeah,
0: but see, you say stuff though that is, I think you criticize everything. Yeah. So, like, you you did a tweet Kamala Harris, and you said something about you grew up to be a prosecutor in jail. What was your exact?
2: Um, I don't remember exactly what but, I said, but it was the, like but jail a lot
0: of your own race.
2: <laughs> yeah, is that' I what mean, you said. The sentiment is it, it was true. It was like because again on my side it was like a lot of people were acting like when Joe Biden that was the savior one that it was yeah. so weird it's like we're just going back to how shit was not not better yes exactly right it's like shit was shit was shit was shit got crazy and now we're back to not crazy but still evil yeah right and it's like that what are we celebrating it's like i'm i'm going to wait till they do some shit cuz Cause, cause see i got a lot of blowback because it was literally the day that the election was called, and people were like, "Brian, why, why don't you give, will not you give them time?" Blah, blah, blah. I was like, "What you mean? They've both had several decades." Yes, and I'm just criticizing them for shit they done, and you cheering over some shit they said. Yes, it's like fuck what they saying. They politicians. Like until they do something different than what they've done, I'm gonna keep shitting on them. And and Kamala Harris was a cop. She was a prosecutor, and she and she locked up a lot of black people. You know what I mean? And now she talking some different shit, but they haven't done nothing different so far. You know, I mean, they're making a lot of moves. They make a lot of moves, but they're not above criticism just because they on your side, and they're not really even on your side, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, no, you said that, and I loved it.
2: Yeah, in any, in any other country, Joe Biden would be a Republican. Joe Biden would be on the right. hmm You know what I mean? Yeah, We. it's only here that... It's only here that the left will cheer Joe Biden, who is, he's he's Ronald Reagan, basically. Like, he's got that. Dude, I said this. I said,
0: we went from a 73-year-old orange man to a 78-year-old rose Rogea (laughs) man. Like, it's still a white old dude in there who was a career politician who's got some definite skeletons in there. Oh, yeah. And who's definitely made money off the system. So, if you really wanted to change— you should have put Kamala in. And, you know, people are like, well, say, you know, America's too, you know, mm-hmm. black people telling me that America's too racist for that, which obviously. Well, Kamala? They, yeah.
2: Well, see, here's the. A black
0: the- woman, but I think she can still get in there anyway.
2: Yeah, because, man, I'm going to tell you something. I, that would have been a big change. When I remember a long time ago, it was me and a group of my friends. This is when I was in the military. And I remember it coming up of, like, what are the chances of a black person ever being president, blah blah blah. And you know, some people laughed and some people were like, uh, oh, maybe before we die, blah blah blah. But when I brought up a a woman being president, it was like people people get angry about it. Really? Yeah. I think it I think wow. there is uh that that's a little extra sum. A black woman being president, I think that that would piss that would piss off the very craziest people. Maybe we need that. Yes. Yeah. We needed to get over the hump. Yeah. That's why Trump's. Th- this couldn't have worked out better for America, and for, as far as we got, Trump one good time, and we got to see how bad it can get and how how bad it can be when you're complacent politically. Mm-hmm. And 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 he got up out of there before he did permanent damage. You know what I mean? But we needed. We kind of needed that little, you know, I don't know how much trouble you got in as a kid, but it's like, you know how like your mom is like, I'm going to let you sit in jail overnight, you know, or, or, or one of those punishments like that was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, stay your ass out there then. Mm-hmm. It's just so you learn a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. not enough for you to die. Mm-hmm. But just because we, you know, we saw he exposed all the cracks. Yeah, that's which yeah. I think was good. Because th- that's my thing. The, the, the worst part about Trump is that it gives people a boogeyman to put everything on. And everyone ignores the all of the political... Um, a, 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 I think a perfect analogy is, is Hurricane Katrina, right? When it was like, a lot of people didn't evacuate right away because New Orleans gets a lot of hurricanes and the levees always hold up.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
2: people like, oh, what the fuck levees? And then the levees broke. People like, oh, shit. And it's the same thing. It's like, we're supposed to have all these checks and balances, all these watchdogs, all these inspectors general that's supposed to make sure that a tyrant can't do anything that's going to permanently damage the country. And they all just moved out of the way and let Trump do all of these things that were like break all of these political norms and all of this stuff, just because they were sycophants, you know, they they, they thought it would benefit their careers or whatever. So they just let him do what he wanted to do. You know, they let the motherfucker replace the motherfucker that was investigating him
1: mm-hmm. like,
2: like shit like that. It, it's like, all of the people that's supposed to, you know, theoretically be in the way of such things. Cause, cause we're lucky. Trump wasn't evil. We are lucky. He was just, he was just a dumb narcissist and not like an evil genius.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Cause if he had a plan, imagine the, the rioters in the Capitol, if he had actually devised the plan, he could have, he could have taken over.
0: Mm-hmm. He
2: could have. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you he, had he just wanted a cuckoo. Yeah. He just wanted an ego stroke. Mm-hmm. He, I'm, you know, he didn't know they were gonna even do the damage they did, but just just to get and 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 they went in there with really no no concrete plan. They could have blown up the building, they could have killed some people, you know, but they didn't have any real direction because again, Trump is just a narcissist, he's not an evil genius. But if he imagine if he really had like Hitler level focus, like I'm gonna take over.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He'd have took over. And it mm-hmm. would've and, and it was too late for them to do it. And they still you know, kissing his ass. And I don't even, that's why I don't don't trust them. I don't trust the liberals either. See,
0: do you think politicians really have any power? Don't you think it's just money, bro? Don't you think money runs this world? Come on. Especially you. Well, You're an informed person to ask this because you worked in the military.
2: Well, everything, everything is about money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our nation was founded on, uh, I
0: mean, the thing with Trump is Hillary, all those people, Pictures with them. Everybody was all cool Until he went and ran <laughs> Then all of a sudden Everyone hated him But they were all Chilling with each other So that's like Wait all of a sudden It's just Everything's You hate each other yeah. So That's what I'm saying I think the upper echelons Well, well, well I
2: think I think what, This is what I think I think politics Is the next best thing To being a billionaire <laughs> You know what I mean Yeah It's the true way That a poor man Can have the so, sort of power that... But that's what I mean. Trump's not a smart person. You Name another billionaire that's run for president. I can name one in my whole life, Ross Perot. Yeah. Because they all... They, they were all probably looking at Trump like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. You know, you hear about all these people on the outside. It's like, they have, they have money because it only costs... It only costs like $20,000 to buy a senator. Yeah. So why the fuck would I spend millions of dollars to become president and have to do all of that work when I can just... I often have Get what I want Like that's how most
0: So you're saying He was just doing it Because he wanted that Ego stroke
2: Yeah I mean I think I think I think it's true I think The
0: rumor is that He just did it To get press And he didn't think He was gonna win
2: I think he did it Out of spite I really do believe That when Obama Shit on him At that That uh, dinner uh, That's, That's
0: another big rumor
2: Yeah I really believe That that cut him A little deep Yeah I've read that. And I think when he and he ran just to get it just to get in there and when people started when he started seeing the crowds show up for him he was like he got that comic feeling like yeah. yo I'm killing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <Yes>. killing.
0: <laughs> yo dude, he is funny.
2: He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Like, okay, good. Not on purpose.
0: But yeah, but he's a funny oh, character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, you know, that I he he me, you can't stop watching the guy.
2: Yeah, he's he's the funniest president we've ever had, like in terms of just.
0: Obama yeah. had some good delivery though. Dude.
2: Well, Obama wasn't. Obama was only funny intentionally.
0: Yeah, intentionally. You Trump, know, about, yeah. Trump
2: is just if you if he didn't exist and you wrote a show about him, like you made up a Trump president, it would be the funniest shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and I hate to ask you all these questions. But they're annoying. Get mad at me, but I think you got a great brain. So I want to really dig in there with you.
2: No, man, take a crack.
0: <laughs> so do you feel that the, com- I want to talk to you about racism. Do you feel that the comedy community is open? Because for me, but again, I'm white male, you know, dude. I feel that I see everyone in the comedy community of all walks of life. And I feel like it's always been that way since I've been involved. And I feel it's been very accepting. do you feel that um it's one of the most accepting places I think on earth, but again, I'm not a black man.
2: I mean, I don't think the comedy community is any different really any anything no because because look, I think comics will generally accept you, but I think that's true of, of anything that was originally dominated by white people. I feel like if you're black, you have to be exceptional. Like you have to, there's a higher hurdle for you to clear, to get it, to be accepted. But once you accept it, you understand what I'm saying? Where it's like, where it's like in comedy, funny is more powerful than any, any other thing. And so if you're if you're phenomenal, you'll be accepted. Even the most, cause there's comics that's racist than the motherfucker, but even the most racist comic, like openly racist comics still would have to, you know, if they say you not, fun, cause you being funny isn't up to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like if you go on stage and then I go on stage, and you, you know, it speak for itself. You do, You can deny it or whatever, but comics have the tendency to be, um, but, Honest with themselves.
0: Yeah, but you're you're saying com- the laugh trumps all.
2: Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying your ability your ability to do stand up.
0: But to be a black comic, you have to be. You're saying super, super, super.
2: Oh yeah, I mean cause, super
0: cause, better as opposed to just middle of the road that might get other people as many opportunities.
2: Right. I, I'm I'm saying, and I mean, I think this just applies to show business. Period. I'm saying that, that in a lot of instances, a white mediocrity is seen as just as marketable as black excellence. So it's like for me to, because that's how the industry thinks. They think for me to sell you to white America, who is my audience, that, that's how they think, Right. You have to be phenomenal, but but I could take this kid that just got off the bus, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know what I'm saying? And, and we can and, and look, we can pay you to make him seem funny, right? We can pay you to write some shit for him, but we can sell him, you know what I mean? And that's how that's how Hollywood thinks. That's how show business thinks. So when you say mm-hmm. the comedy community, if you're talking about comedians, I would say yes, it's it's way more accepting than than the almost. Most other places. But the whole, the industry as a whole, no.
0: The industry as a whole, no. But I mean, like, I don't want to ask you about that, but I mean, like, comedy, you can go to any club on any night and see a mix of every type of person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think... Where you might not see that in other businesses. I
2: think that's only true when you hit a certain level, though. You know what I mean? Because comedy... Stand-up is one of those things that there's such a low barrier to entry... Yep. It's a lot of no trash. It's a lot of trash at the bottom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you when you swimming through that trash, it's just like everywhere else in America. You know, it's racist over here, misogynist over there. It's like evil motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you hit I think when you hit a certain level where you start you know, sitting down with the Jamie Kennedys of the world and shit like that. Then you're, when you're, or or, or let me put it another way. When you get to the point where you, when you mostly encounter people that are secure in their careers, Mm -hmm. that's when you get the pure real shit because comics love comedy. Yeah. So if a motherfucker see you being funny Like you said we don't know each other
1: Mm-mm.
2: You just saw me be funny one time mm-hmm. And was like oh and then you saw me be funny again And was like oh this is consistent mm-hmm. And that's all most comics care about Just to get to know you some mm-hmm. You know what I mean That To me that's the difference I don't think that it's like there's less racism amongst comics But I think comics are just willing to Have that discussion You know a comic is willing to be like Because we spend so much time breaking down how we feel and what we think and so most of the time when you talk into a comic about something they're not being reactionary they have deep thoughts about some shit yes and a lot of times there's angles that you didn't even think about and you know so I think it's just healthier <laughs> it's like if a, a race if a racist comic meets a if a racist comic meets a black comic they'll have a much healthier discussion than if a racist on the street meets a black man on the street yeah yeah for sure
0: a hundred percent but yeah well, and what i meant was i just feel that i've met all types of people from all walks of life in comedy and i was just saying that i think that i don't know how many places you really get to do that yeah i feel like comedy like you said there is no barrier to entry but to be no. successful you have to be good i mm-hmm. mean it doesn't always mean that's true you can also be okay and be successful
2: you have to either be you have to either be good. Or have no shame whatsoever.
0: Yes. Dude. Dude. That's so good.
2: But that's show business, right?
0: That's so good, bro. You're either
2: talented or you were willing to do anything.
0: That's so good. Yeah. That's a great way to put that. I always say that there's, I don't want to name names, but like there's a couple people that aren't comedians that are big stars in certain genres of TV and they just never get butt hurt by the criticism, and they just, oh, yeah. and they just keep going. They, yes, know, they, and- know, they know who they are. <laughs> but, dude, I take a lesson from them yeah. because they just keep going, and, like, that ball of yarn, they get bigger I, I and used bigger. To, I used
2: to get upset with those people, and then I realized, oh, you know what? No, you
0: can learn from them, bro.
2: And also, like, that's just not my lane. Yeah, it's not your lane. It's, it's not my lane, you know? Because it's like it's like there's, there's a wall of dicks right here, and you got to suck a 100 of them to, to get a movie, and you're like... I would never. And then you see somebody get busy on the first dick, mm-hmm. you're like, nasty bitch. And then she on the 50th dick, she like, whore. And then when she's when she's holding up a statue at the award show, you can't sit back and go fuck her. Why? She she did something you weren't willing to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, there's people out there that they're willing to do things that I'm not willing to do. Yeah. And But here's the other thing. I'm talented, so I don't have to. Yeah. Now, now maybe that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be a big star one day or nothing like that. But I'm good. Like if I if I you know, if I if I if I only stay this successful, I'm good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything on top of this is a bonus. So it's like, but some people are like they know. They know. They come here with no talent and their plan was just to network their way and it works. Mm-hmm. It works if as long as you don't feel shame. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody can make you feel bad. It's like I don't give a fuck. I don't care if that jo- I don't care if that's a shitty joke. I don't care if that's something I read on the back of a cartoon or on of a cereal box when I was nine. <laughs> you know? I don't care if I've heard a hundred comics tell it. That's people that feel like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like I, do, I, I,
0: do you feel that Hollywood is being in the last couple of years more inclusive though?
2: No. Really? Mm mm. Not at all.
0: You don't see more black stories, more black creators, more black origin stories.
2: Yeah, but that's all. That's all on the surface. Because, like I said, yes, it's but the same do you, people.
0: But do you? Okay, well, do you see a change on the surface at least? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like, for, like there's the genuine change, and then there's what I call the the Geico change. Like, you watch these commercials, and they're clearly putting two people. Do you ever see more mixed-race couples on TV <laughs> than a commercial? And it's right, like, right. oh, they look like they totally just were together so all it, this time. It, it
2: totally happens. And
0: but- I'm like, this is fucking forced. I mean, I like the effort. Yeah. So, I mean, I do feel that there is a try, but you're saying it's just a band-aid.
2: It's just for show. Yeah. The moment the numbers start saying... Cause I know a cat. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put their business in the street.
0: Don't put them on. Black. No, no,
2: I wouldn't do that. But I know, I know a cat that like booked a commercial, filmed the commercial, and then they decided to go with another guy because they felt like he marketed better, in in a white. Co- it was not America, but in a white country, you know. And it was like that kind of stuff still happens. It's like at the end of the day, it's all about money, and they're only gonna do what they think makes them they're only going to do what they think make them money or what they think makes them stop losing money. Mm-hmm. So I think right now, a lot of the putting, putting black faces on things to, to appear diverse is just to stop the anticipated loss of money for not being diverse enough. Right. Mm-hmm. But the truth is if, the, if they wanted to be diverse, it's like, I, cause I don't want, more black people in commercials and more mixed race couples. And stuff. I want more black people running shit. Mm-hmm. If cause, cause like where the, cause the casting director still ain't black. The director ain't black. The writer ain't black. You know what I mean? So, so that means left to your own devices. Like should the Black Lives Matter shit die down, it's gonna go right the fuck back to where it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just you're showing me this face so everyone goes, Whoa, this you know, we getting real diverse out here. It's like, no, you aren't.
0: But like, I totally agree with that. But like, so you want you want Tyler Perry on multiple levels, <laughs> who's an owner, creator, well, I just want distribute those, everything. I want
2: those barriers gone. You know yes. what I mean? I want them to like I want. Because it because it's true. It's like every time I walk into walk onto a set, everyone in power is white, and then there's a diversity person that's black or brown or trans or something. And it's like it's like a checking up. You know, this, like you know you watch football. Mm-hmm. You know the Rooney Rule. I don't know what that is, but I heard of it. The Rooney Rule is basically the the head of the the owner of the steel is the ex. Uh, he's oh yeah. Ex, but he but he got a rule introduced to where when there's an, when there's a a coaching vacancy they, have to, they have to interview a black person They have to interview at least one black person mm-hmm. right and a lot of teams will like find a white coach and then like bring in a black person so they can get that interview out of the way and I think Hollywood's at that stage of like okay it's <laughs> not okay but let's just let's bring them in for show so we can check the diversity and get them a fuck about it you yeah. know but everything behind the scenes is still the same you know it's like it's like it's like people that like paint over over their shitty like they paint over their house when they need to replace the siding, but they paint it. Yeah. It's like that's what that's what we're doing here. But I'm not I'm not complaining. I mean I've made some money off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's but I'm not fooled by it either. But like, yeah but I mean the head the head of ABC is a black woman. So that's a Is she? What do you mean what do you mean by the head? The CEO?
0: Who runs the president of the network is a black woman. Oh, okay. So like that's a good start. Yeah, and but I totally, totally understand what you're saying and agree with you. But I just wanted you to st- wanted to see if you saw like.
2: No, I didn't know. I did not know that the head of ABC was a black. Yeah, man. she's a black. No, man. I never met her.
0: Um, okay, that's interesting. So let me. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I gotta ask you another question.
2: Like, but here's the other side of that. Hold on, before real quick. I was gonna say this, but I was scared. Real quick, it. before you move on, here's the other side of it. Yeah. Please know that. I don't think that having I don't think that having black people in positions of power is gonna make Hollywood a better place. Mm-hmm. This is gonna make it a less racist place, like a more diverse place. But but people are still people are still gonna be shitty. You know, it's just gonna be a black Harvey Weinstein like molesting actresses and shit. You know what I mean? <sighs> It's because because cause power corrupts people. So <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's, it will be diverse, but we'll still be the e- a e- evil bedrock of America. A diverse fucking tree. Yeah, we'll be just be a diverse evil. A diverse plant fucker. Yeah. Do you know
0: about the plant? No. Or Harvey? You, he flunked, he fucked plants. No, there was a. You know, the, one of the things was that you know if a girl, it, it was, she didn't comply or something and he was like you're never gonna work in this town again he would jerk off in a fucking potted plant
2: holy shit like man. a palm
0: tree and he's like this fucking plant knows how to play the game <laughs> so you're just saying it's gonna be another plant fucker
2: yeah man because we cause, because that's just that's just one problem I mean the real the real problem here is that
0: well I mean you got Bill Cosby which I have a lot of opinions on
2: yeah
0: and I hate that. that I hate I want to ask you this, but I'm, I hate about race and identity politics. But I want to ask, ask you something about Bill Cosby, and I I'll get your take. I'm from Philly, okay. From Philly. No. So, I I grew up, you know. If I look back on it, a lot of my heroes were black, you know, without really knowing it. Like you know, Run DMC, Eddie Murphy, you know, Prince, all the shit that was raised me in the '80s was like black culture. And Bill Cosby himself was like one of the greatest comedy specials ever. And he was a local Philly dude. And not that I knew him, but my first book I read about show business, one of his was him. And he he went to Temple. And he was always even before like in he was known as a guy that would go back to Philly a lot. And so he gave thirty million dollars to Temple. And they made the Cosby. Building, and when I was in Philly two years ago, they took Cosby's name off of it, but kept the building. Mm. So going back to be as comedian, Brian Simpson, and I love him, but Temple is trash (laughs) because, right? You're basically you still have the rape wing. You (laughs) took the money, but took his name off of it. Isn't that complicit? Yeah. They did not give the money back. The building is still there.
2: Right. And what is it? Is it's the, a
0: school. It's some school of something in Temple.
2: Is it the women's studies building? No,
0: that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of fucking. There's yeah. a lot of levels to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I um.
0: Wouldn't that money be isn't that blood money?
2: Yeah, man, but that, but 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 to be honest with you, man, that's what is that's what being an American is.
0: I agree, but I'm f- saying is people act like we're this puritanic society, and we're fucking <laughs> not. <none. laughs> right. That's why I got mad at biting on this is in America. Yes, it is, dude. Yeah. We're fucking fucking bashing was head in for their car.
2: Yeah, it's like we see some drone, like we we hear like some drone blew up a. Uh, a school in Yemen, you know, and people are like, that's wrong, that's wrong. You're like, listen, this is to keep the price of iPhones under $1,500. A hundred percent. Well, you know, some terrorists got to go.
0: Dude, exactly, every time you text in your phone, all these people tweeting about oppressions are tweeting in on an oppressive tool. Yeah. This shit true. wasn't made under great <laughs> circumstances. I mean.
2: <laughs> right. It's, for
0: somebody to live, somebody's gotta fucking you know. You know what we die. should do?
2: You know what we should do, Jamie? Huh? We should start a business where uh, where we call it like like guilt guilt free. You know, <laughs> where it's like you you come and assemble your own shit, so to, so you don't have to feel guilty. Like we get the parts from Apple.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean that actually would do well.
2: You come do the slave labor, but you get an iPhone when it's over with. That would actually work well. It's like, you put together two iPhones. But you, talk about you, walking the walk. <laughs> yeah, you keep one, and Apple sells the other one. Wow. Or something, I don't know. Dude, uh, but that's not like walking the walk. But most most people ain't willing to do that shit. No, they're not. Oh, no, we can't even do, we can't even fucking do recycling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a, in my building, there's a giant fucking black a bin that says trash only, and a giant blue bin that says recycle only, and they're both always full of trash and recyclable shit. <laughs> it's it, it's like it's like people get to a to a point where they got they they gotta go this or this, and they're like, fuck that. You think people are gonna go out of their way to
1: to
0: yeah. do
2: the right thing? No, they just care about whether they, it looks like they're doing the right thing. So.
0: So, like you, so you're 38, and my question is: Do you feel that? I feel that the younger race, I mean, the the young, younger
2: generation. Younger younger race. Race. <laughs> That's <laughs> that sounded like a racist from the future. <laughs> like, like this, no, like the N word is banned, and they just go the younger race. The younger race. Was, I like
0: no, but the younger generation. I feel like racism. Is a lot less. Am I delusional? I feel yeah. the younger generation is much more inclusive. But maybe I'm just following rappers mm. on Fairfax's Instagram. Maybe I'm following too much, you know, Jaden Smith. Maybe I'm watching too many Drake. But I feel like yeah. Tyler, the creator. I do feel like a lot of different people from the younger generation are much more Open. No, that's Am the, I wrong?
2: That's that SoCal fog, man. It is, isn't it? Yeah, because like that happened to me. Like,
0: No, because rap, because you understand. So you are hip-hop. Now, I don't know if you're into hip-hop or not, but D.C. Yeah. would be considered hip-hop. So for me, it was always Brooklyn, you know? So I was from Philly. We had a scene, but it wasn't known. So it was New York. It was The Bridge. It was KRS-One. That was hip-hop. And when the West Coast opened it up, with NWI, I was like, what is this? And then when ATL came in and you saw that hip-hop had its own flavor around the country and now right. the world. So within hip-hop, there's a lot of faces doing it now. And they're mm. very they're, – they're it's not just a hardcore dude in, in in Tim's and a ski hat rapping about, you know, the city. People are rapping about all types of shit. And I feel that in a way has opened up the idea of – it made hip hop more open. I'm not saying it made it better or worse, but I feel like it made other things less racist. Is that make a sense or no?
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, like anybody I, can I, I,
0: rap now and not be excluded as much.
2: Yeah, but 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 how how is uh cuz rap is a, rap started as a black thing. 100%. And cool her. Right, and and black people have allowed more of everything else into their shit. Yes. Okay. So how is that? Bec- because because black people getting black people being nicer doesn't doesn't. So you're doesn't, saying it got
0: hijacked?
2: No, I'm, no. I'm just saying black people being nicer isn't isn't reflective of everything. Everyone else being less racist. You know what I mean? Hmm. Cause, because because it's like we us being better isn't the cure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like hip, I mean hip hop has always been. 'cause you know what it is it's kinda like how you could be a white person before in hip hop just kind of relates to what we said earlier, but you had to be phenomenal yeah now you can be any hip hop has a much lower barrier to entry now because anyone can upload to soundcloud and mm-hmm. all this, so it's like now you can be white and be trash and rap, so i guess I guess that is progress but you give be but you can be a lot of you could be. Any race and be trash, or any race and be and good. Be trash and rap, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you always could be black and be trash and be and be good, be on, you mm-hmm. know, or be, or be not trash, but you know, but be not lyrical, mm-hmm. you know. And now,
0: not like guru, right? I mean, who's like lyric, you know?
2: Yeah, but now, you know, we letting white kids come in with the mumbling and all of that, and it's like, eh, you know. I mean, that's for somebody. It ain't for me.
0: But it's got a good beat. You catch yourself.
2: Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like Bobby. some of the shit like I look because I look at music like um, like food, you know, and like sometimes I feel like a fucking chicken salad and sometimes I feel like junk food. You know what I mean? Like everything is not for, you know, Nobody's sitting down eating balanced meals every fucking single day, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, sometimes I want trash. I want the trash, but it's still trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I feel like listening <laughs> to some bullshit. Something I don't got to think about, you know? Because I spend a lot of time thinking.
0: I know you do. So
2: <laughs> I so I have to spend an equal... I have to spend a lot of time doing nothing to, like, balance out. that My mind is always going a thousand miles an hour.
0: What do you define as a racist person? And I'm not asking you to be a black oracle.
2: What do I... <laughs> <you know,
0: laughs> Brian's a
2: black oracle. Um, no, but... Uh, a, a racist person is someone that is um, that is unwilling to uh acknowledge and engage with the the things about society that oppress black people or other minorities you know what i mean okay it's 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 what I said to you earlier it's the person that is it's the person that cares more about being not racist than they do about ending actual racism, you know? Yes. It's, it's, just, it's very easy to be comfortable. Because I put it like this. All you have to do, if you're a white person in America, all you got to do to be racist is nothing. Wow. You know, now there's levels to, you can go further than that. You can join the clan, you can, but if you do nothing, you still responsible. You know what I'm saying? And I I think a lot of people have this attitude, like I didn't do anything. So that's something that's happening over there. And it's like, no, no, you participate because, because you benefit from it. You know know what I'm saying?
0: Dude, dude, you just dropped a jewel. I think you said that in one of your instagrams you did a quote from martin luther king and you were talking about the white moderate and you had that good quote and i think it was in that same thing it's the person that doesn't do anything that doesn't help push the agenda forward
2: right right right
0: so you're basically saying quietness is complicitness
2: yeah i guess that is what i'm saying yeah Wow. I'm, s- I'm saying that you I'm sa- I'm, I am
0: mean I knew that But with the way you saying it Because Because I always thought Racism was like When I talk to comedians And stuff And it's like You know Parts of Mississippi Okay come on man. Like they don't want to go there But there's a lot more That's like the worst Extreme example
2: No Because to me It's like no Honestly Racism is but, your Is your reflex It's it's because I okay. This is this is a bit I have, mm-hmm. but this is the the setup right. to the bit. Is, but it's a true story. Yeah. But it's it's oh, a woman was picking me up. Uber. I was I was running late to the store. Uber came, Uber came to pull to pick me up, and when I went to get in the car, she looked like she was wasn't paying attention. You know what I mean? And she and she looks back when I and I go to I open her door. She looks back and goes oh shit and pulls off. You know what I mean? Like to the point where like the door closes on its own because she fucking skirts off. So, you? Yeah. Cause well, you weren't you weren't in the car. I was not in the car. She she pulled up to pick me up. This is my Uber, and literally got scared, got terrified, and like drove off right in Los Angeles. Yeah, in LA
0: in twenty twenty
2: in twenty. This was twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, but 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 I'm sitting there like what the fuck, and she circles around the block, and she pulls back up in front of me and goes. uh you know, i got gonna get back in, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." You just never know who will try to get in your car around here. Where's here? This was sun. This was like sunset in Normandy, right? So, so which so, is gentrified, right? So, so look. But my point is, my point is her seeing because okay. The, let me get to the point. The punchline to the joke is. Or something like well, the next line is like actually, bitch, that's that's Uber's whole business model, is they they tell you who's going to get in your car, around here, right? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean they they show you a picture? So, oh yeah. But, but my point is, she is she would rather, like, make up some bullshit than to just go. I saw a strange black man get in my car and my, like her reflex was to be afraid of me. It, that is the racism. Cause, and, and why? Right. Hollywood. Right. It's because you, and not just white people, black people, everyone grows up in this country and we see shit on TV and it tells you, TV is constantly telling you that black dudes are either athletes or rappers, or someone struggling to get out of the ghetto, or you know, you you get these caricatures. Because I've met, I've been the only. Because that's another thing, living in L.A. A lot of living in L.A. is being the only black person in the room. A lot you have to get you have to master that. Well, I think there's so right? many black comics. Yeah, but you ain't always in the room with comics.
0: You know, okay. I mean? You know,
2: it's like it's like but I, think, I would say L.A. is very diverse. But maybe mm-hmm. I'm ignorant no LA LA as a whole is is very diverse but but the show show business isn't okay but, but I don't want to fuck but, your yeah, point but, up but, yeah but that's that's beside the point my point is is that that woman would rather do anything but but admit that that's racism that like her reaction to me was that way because of her inherent bias right and 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 it's like, she, she, her goal was to drive off without me thinking she was racist. Her goal wasn't to drive off and make sure she never does that again. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? And that's, I guess that, I guess, I hope that answers the question. Yeah. So like, let's
0: say like this. So Mark Cuban caught some flack a couple years ago. Cause he was talking about how everybody has some racism in them, And he says a, a black guy walking down the street in inst- something. Don't quote me with a hoodie or something. He might just go the other way, even though he doesn't know that person. He said something like this. You can look it up. Okay. And they called out Mark saying you're a racist. He was going, no, I was actually pointing out that how you have to be aware of your own racism to power through it. But the, exactly. the NBA kind of wanted to condone condemn him, which you're basically saying the NBA is racist for not admitting that that exists. And let's get to the super root.
2: Exactly. Exactly. He was doing because I don't. I'm not familiar with this story, but you can look it up. But he was doing exactly what I would prefer. It's like admit it. Just admit that you. That because how can you solve? It's like you ever have. You have. You, you, you ever have old people in your family mm-hmm. that don't want to go to the fucking doctor.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. And you like. You like. You know. Like dad, you bumping into shit. Dad, you forgetting my name. Like let's go. -hmm. That you scanned, you know, and it's like they, you, you, they just refuse, and it's like he was doing exactly what you would want. It's like who's the person that's, (laughs) who's the person that's never had a racist? I don't trust that motherfucker. the the person that the person that's trying to convince me that they've never been racist, that they've (laughs) never they've never said the n word, they've never had, they've never crossed the street when they saw a black like the people that try to that try to butter you up like that's evil. That's an evil person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I stay the fuck away from those people. Those people that try to it's like the it's like the they try to prove how not racist they are. They like big to the point where it makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like don't trust those people. No, that's fake.
0: That's fake. Now, you hang around, would you say you hang around mostly black people, mostly white
2: people, everybody? Um, yeah, everybody, pretty much. I mean, I live with um actually no, I guess, no, I, guess I live with three black people. Um. Yeah, but mostly, uh, oh, that's tough to say. I, yeah, I would say about 50-50. Yeah.
0: Well, you live with three people. Are they good, by the way? We're about 10 feet. Are they good? Yeah, in terms of the owner. Oh,
2: yeah, they're not working. They're comics.
0: Okay, good. Comics <laughs> have been going out, though, but Mike's.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, No, I think they're fine. Okay, good. Do you get tested? I do when I get back in town. Like, I went to... Um, I haven't really been tested in a while. In a while? Yeah. But I don't... This is it. Yeah, man, I don't leave the house unless I'm leaving so f- for money. Okay. You know,
0: have you been on the road?
2: Not, not like uh, sp- sporadically. You know, I've been on the road.
0: Yeah. Uh, one more thing, then I'm gonna ask you something else. So, are you familiar with Malibu's Most Wanted?
2: <laughs> not really. I mean, you're I, not. I know what it is.
0: Wow, you never saw it.
2: I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but it's been years. Okay. I mean, when did that movie? That movie came out in what ninety? 90- No,
0: 2003.
2: Oh, yeah. Come on. No, I was in Iraq.
0: Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, because I was going to get your take on that because, like, the Cleveland show. Are you familiar with the Cleveland show?
2: Uh, A little bit. I never really watched that either.
0: So, the white guy who created Cleveland stepped down. Oh. And he's not. He says it should be.
2: Should be a black person.
0: Yes. Okay. And. I made Malibu's Most Wanted, and it's about, like, a rapper and all this stuff, or a wannabe rapper. And really, the most responsive people to the movie is black people because they get it. It's kind of like an homage to black culture, and it's basically, you know, the saying, they love our rhythm, they hate our blues. Right. So how basically white people take the best part of black culture but don't live through all the other oppressive shit. Right. And that's when the reviews came out. The white reviews didn't really get it. But black reviews loved it. But with the world being the way it is now, with cultural appropriation, which is... Whew, that's borderline annoying to me.
2: So, so what happened? How the, How is the Malibu connected to the Cleveland show?
0: Well, you know, the Cleveland show is is different in the sense that I did, an, I did the Cleveland show and I played another character, kind of like B-Rad. And the star of the show is Mike Henry, hilarious guy, great comic, who was Cleveland. He was white. He was doing a black. Uh, he was doing a black character. He stepped down, and you know he feels that black people should just do the voice now, which is his, you know, his choice. And what I'm saying is, and Malibu's is a movie based in a part of black culture. There's a lot of black culture in the movie. And I guess why I wanted to get your take is just like what's the difference between appropriation and appreciation?
2: Because uh well, well first of all, the on the Cleveland show thing, what's funny about that is that every black comic in Hollywood got an audition for, for that. <laughs> so yo, know, they opened it up. Yeah, I, I sent in my take. <laughs> but cuz that's the thing it's like I don't think cuz I'm like if it, look if he had talked to me before he stepped down I would have been like don't fucking step down. Are you stupid? Yeah. Which I which I know he didn't step down. You know what I mean? I know he was encouraged to okay. think of alternative. You know what I mean? But it was like he didn't want to leave. Go, ooh, because that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You've been Cleveland for at least 15 years, right? Uh or, yeah. Or longer than that. Or longer. So um, but, the, but the problem with that was, the problem with, because with it wasn't just the Cleveland show, it was, it was a few other things, but the problem is, I it was, I couldn't do a Cleveland voice because Cleveland sounds like a white man doing an impression of a black man, and black people can't do that voice. Wow. At least I can't. I sound like a black man. He sounded like a white man sounding like a black man. Wow. So for me, it was like I just couldn't do the voice. And they were like, Well, if you can't do the voice, do your own voice. I'm like, come on, you're not gonna fucking pick a different voice. That doesn't make that won't make no sense. Oh well, black a black guy is doing it. Is he but does he sound like Cleveland? He does. Okay, th- that's what I mean. I think like spot on. <laughs> <laughs> so they just kept it going. Oh yeah, because like, put a black dude there. Cause it's like if but 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 there's no way you go you're not gonna unviv us with the voice. No one's ever done that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, I don't know if you grew up watching Fresh Prince, but out of the blue, On Viv was just a different person. Yeah, that happens a few times in different shows. Right, right, and it's like bewitched. The you- husband changed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, well you can get away with that with a face, but the voice—I mm, don't know. I don't know if that's ever been done. If they just like, oh, it's just a different. No, the
0: On Viv thing was very strange. I actually was weirded out by that, but I understand why
2: they did it. But there was no explanation. Oh well, yeah, but but we just found out recently. Right? Yeah, it was a fight. Yeah, yeah, like Will Smith like destroyed her career. And- I don't know, but
0: he, but the fact that like she just shows up as a different lady, you had to like jump on the you know the cla- the plausibility train for that. Yeah. But the voice, you don't. It's still the same character. It's just it has to be the same voice. So. Well,
2: what they did was they just made her say and do less. Yes it was like she didn't have to do she didn't have to really be an viv because she didn't have to do on viv things cuz yes. cuz the, the first on viv was like this broadway classically trained mm-hmm. like actress so if you if you remember in the beginning when Will Smith wasn't that great of an actor a lot of the storylines were based around her mhm you know what i mean so she would she would have these you know just great range and all this but then after they replaced her the new on viv didn't really do a lot like there was i don't think there was ever any more episodes that were, like, about, that, that centered around her, mm. you know? So, who knows? Who, who knows what it was? But I know that I recently saw Will Smith apologize to her. Yeah, I saw that, too. Right, but he didn't give her no money. So, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. fuck your apology, bro. If you ruin my career, you owe me money, motherfucker. Don't, I don't want your, your sorries. Oh. Yeah, pay me, pay me. Because then, then we can apologize. Or, or maybe he did. Maybe they did that behind the scenes or something, but. Wow, it's like if you cost me money, how you gonna apologize with words? You're keeping it. You're keeping it 101.
0: Um, so do you think comedy is gonna come back the same way or different? Uh, it's
2: gonna come back. It's gonna come back with a vengeance. And how? <sighs> um, I I just think it, I agree with you, but the gathering part. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna come back with a vengeance. Because people don't give a fuck about it. people don't care. Because because here here's the truth. The truth is because this is why I stopped judging people when it came to the COVID shit. Because first of all, it's like the homie checked me like in the beginning of the pandemic. You know what I mean? The homie checked me and was like, "Yo, everybody everybody can't afford to stay home because they haven't done anything to make. Sh- they haven't done anything. They gave uh, uh, th- uh, this whole pandemic. I think they gave everybody a total of eighteen hundred dollars." mm mm-hmm. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's not even rent for some people in LA. No. For one month. No, definitely not. So, so it's like, you can't, it's like, I can't, cause I know, cause I know people that will like, you know, they'll hop on the plane cause their mom got sick and then judge you for hopping on a plane to go to a gig. You know what I mean? But it's like, you've just decided that this is where your line is. My line is right here. Mm-hmm. I believe in, I, I'm not a, a a a a corona denier i'm not an anti masker i'm not i'm not any of those things i b- i'm doing everything I can, but I still gotta live, yeah, so it's like I stopped judging people um in that regard and and i think I think everyone's line is getting even the most staunch people their line is getting smaller and smaller, like their tolerance yeah, to stay in house because because say this goes on. Uh, What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that everyone has a point in the future where they're going to say, fuck this. I'm going outside. You know what I mean? For some people, it was six months ago. (laughs) Yeah. Right? For other people, it's a year and a half from now. But it's like, there is a point where you're going to go. I'm not staying in the fucking house anymore. Mm -hmm. You know? And, And so... You can't judge. I I guess you can. You can judge people. For Huntington
0: Beach, it was the first
2: Taco Tuesday they missed. (laughs) Right. Okay. But I mean, you you can judge people that right at the beginning was like I'm not for Karen's.
0: It's the whole food that she goes to. You know. Now for people like me, I'm like, yo, we're ten and a half and change here, and you know, I'm seeing small businesses not being able to fucking serve a slice, but I see a huge movie production across the street. Exactly. So it's like. "Mm." So, yeah, you're saying, hey, man, you got to fucking live and you got to do your thing. So you're not going to judge them.
2: I'm, I'm just not I'm not going to have strong feelings about it. Like I'm, if you ask me what I think, I'm going to tell you what I think. But I'm not going to be I'm not going to stop somebody in the middle of the street and go, hey, motherfucker, you know, I'm just going to cross the street. Yes. Yeah. Because because like, I, I don't I don't get to I don't get to decide where that line is for you. Then maybe maybe there's more nuance there. Like I think maybe in, right in the beginning when we know shit about shit and it was like let's everyone stay in the house and mask up till we figure this shit out. Maybe you could judge people then for just not giving a fuck, but you can't judge people for the line that they've drawn for themselves and their family. You know what I mean? Because you do have a line. You have a reason that you'll leave here and get on a plane. Yeah. You mean or get on a train or walk somewhere. You know. And so mm-hmm. what do you who who the fuck are you to tell other people what their reasons are?
0: Exactly. I mean like I don't wanna get on a plane, but I mean maybe if the offer was right. Man, it's awful. It's terrifying. Yeah, I don't want to fucking do that. Man, yeah. I
2: drive, maybe, but I don't want to perform inside a club right now. No. No. Um, but no, I um I did a gig a few months ago and it was like they you know, they put in they put in this like new filtration, this triple filtration system and they had everybody instant tested at the door and you know, they went through it. And they paid me a nice amount. And they went through a lot of trouble to make sure everything was on the up and up. And if you do that, I'll go. You know what I mean? I, I can't go do a gig like somewhere where they're like, fuck COVID. What nah. is that? It's a hoax. I can't, go, I can't do that.
0: Were you the
2: headliner? Um, no, it was like, it was, there was actually three of us and we all did 20.
0: What what state?
2: It was Montana. Okay. Yeah, it was a ski. It was a ski town in Montana. Um,
0: and you did, you did how many shows?
2: Uh, well, we <laughs> we were originally scheduled for six shows, but we only I only ended up doing two.
0: Yeah, because but that's cool. Well,
2: yeah, they got the the airport got like snowed out or like. Because up there They get weird weather sometimes And they got like the Once in a lifetime Was it Bozeman? It was Bozeman That that was the airport I flew into was Bozeman But it was like it got fro- They got frozen fog On the ground And they didn't let Any planes land Because you couldn't see More than five feet Or something Yeah that's I, I love performing up there Yeah it was nice And I mean
0: that's Probably a cleaner Environment
2: Yeah and they treat you good They treat you good And, and I think They Before I went there I think they would only had A hundred cases of COVID Or something Like Like it, Oh ooh, shit it had gone down from the from you know the previous weeks to like hundred and something. Yeah. But, but you're about to stymie that cough. But. No, but like I said, like I said, I had to make money. I've been I've I've been in the house this whole pandemic. Yeah. Living off living off my savings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like I can't keep I can't do that indefinitely. Yeah, no, you have to do what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like I don't wanna be, I don't wanna have to leave. But but anyway, when this is all over with People are starving. A thousand percent. I'm just
0: wondering Come. how close people are gonna be allowed and all this stuff. And I don't think people think, oh, in the summertime. No, it's not gonna happen. All right, guys, since I've been doing these videos, I got my first sponsor <laughs> a new hand sanitizer. I wanna talk to you about this video sponsored you by JizOff. Now you're laughing, you're like, what the? What's JizOff? You doing porn? No. JizOff is a new sanitizer company. Their motto is Jizz Off because it's funny. They came to me because, like, you know, I have Jizzy TV on Roku. And, like, you know, people used to call me Jizzy. as my nickname. It's like a rap thing. But their motto is that the world is covered in germs. And now more than ever, we have to get rid of the germs, the schmutz, the schmegma, or as these two ladies who invented it call it, Jizz. And it doesn't have to mean that. It could just mean, like, Jizz is the new germs. That's their motto. It smells really good. Like, kind of like fresh, like fabric softener. And it's got a lot of oils in it. So I don't know if you notice this, but when I use the other stuff, my shit gets dry. It's soft. It smells good. It doesn't leave your hands dry. And uh, they also have masks, you know. Jizz off. that be great. You walk in the supermarket. Jizz off, man! Hey! A funny sanitizer that's really, actually, really good and works. The link is uh, right here in the description. Listen, get rid of the germs, get rid of the dirt, and in these crazy times, jizz it off.
2: No, nah, once that get out there, people wants to, people wants it like the flu, like Dude, flu season.
0: Fifty percent of the people don't want that. But but. And I gotta be careful to not say
2: that <laughs> because you get banned, bro. Yes. You want the. Uh, man I want them I want them to load that shit into a shotgun and blast me with it That's interesting. Yeah. Someone who's
0: worked for our government who has inside knowledge. Okay.
2: Yeah, well because I mean listen, I know there's a Nine lot of 9 months
0: of testing, dude.
2: There's a lot
0: of <laughs> 15 years generally. 9 months, bro.
2: Yeah, but we ain't, I ain't got
0: 15 years. I know, but what I'm saying is uh, like, my sister got it. She's on the front lines. But that's a person that, like, comes out of a burning building and goes, you see that? That's crazy. Like, nothing's going to take her down. But, like, it's... I mean, She, she like, got both her shots? She did one. Oh, okay. And she's been texting me. She's like, I'm fine. But that's her. And she's like an iron woman.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I know the risks. You know what I mean? But, 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 but do you? Do you believe any of the conspiracies? No, I don't believe you. nothing. Any nothing. Of the cons- any of the conspiracies? Yeah, do you know what they are? Okay, oh, we'll break them down for me.
0: Okay, how can I say this without getting in trouble? Because you get in trouble, and they they look for words. <laughs> I'm serious. But dude, you see people are getting canceled, bro. You've thrown off the internet. So I mean, I've only
2: seen that happen to Trump.
0: Dude, there's tons of people being deplatformed all over, bro.
2: Off all platforms.
0: Oh, dude, people are getting thrown off of Patreon. People are getting thrown off of LinkedIn. People are getting thrown off of PayPal, bro. (laughs) Bro. Okay, all right, all right. It's fucking, you still got to play within the system. I mean, it's crazy. So, and that they, because they say this information is not true, and they have the big book of facts, (laughs) right? right? So the critical thinking, I agree with you in the streets, Keep it real. The respect is there, but it's the streets paying the bills. Literally, the only way you can't get canceled is if you can get your message out to people and they'll show up anywhere you want and you sell 500 tickets and everybody knows where Brian's going to be. That is the true power of non-cancellation, the audience sticking with you. But how do you get the message to the audience when people are getting canceled? There's a lot of... You can look into this. Hmm. So my thing is with this stuff, what you're saying is... Okay, there's one theory that, I'm going to call it something else, that this thing they're talking about giving you could make you sterile. Do you believe that? No. Why not?
2: There's no evidence.
0: There's no evidence that it just started.
2: Yeah, I know, but, but I mean, see, the people that start, the
0: people that Do start- you, you believe we're at full capacity on the earth?
2: That the Earth is at full capacity?
0: I don't think so, because no. there is a lot of people that have a lot of land, and there is a lot of people stacked <laughs> up, and they can spread it out, and people will all have a nice. Yeah, no, chunk. no, 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 I don't think there's. But a full do capacity. you? But do you hear those theories all the time that we're at fucking overpopulated? You've heard that term.
2: I've heard that term, but I haven't heard anyone say that we're there. I've heard people say we we will be there soon. All
0: right, there's a there's a lot of there we're there. Okay, that's what the climate crisis is saying. So, okay, you don't think that is truthful at all.
2: No, I don't. I don't have no evidence for that. You know, I just have because because you gotta understand every that I that you ever hear. It started with a mistrust that existed before the theory came to be. So it's like you don't trust the government, which is why you're you're susceptible to believe these things, right? Because there no one's ever shown me something that's saying. You know, it, it's not like some defector scientist has no. come out and been like they okay. wanted me to cover this up. But it no. shrinks your balls. You know what I mean? No, but there has been. You just have to go deep down the rabbit hole. Uh,
0: but okay, let me ask you okay. this: Where does the mistrust come from?
2: Oh, because they lie out of the air? No, no, no. You no. Do you have every right to be suspicious of the government? Uh, I mean, or anything? Yeah, as am I. I'm suspicious of them too. But I'm also weary of people. That use my to try to use my susp- suspicion against me, you know, because because it's the, it's levels to the shit, right? Like like Alex Jones is the king conspiracy theorist, right? But then there's but then there's a conspiracy that he is part of a conspiracy to make look crazy. A Psyop, right? He's yeah. a he's a he's a false living false flag. Yeah. Order. 100%. So so it's like I mean they all out there and I entertain them, but at the same time it's like everything that could do to you, COVID could do to you. How do you know? Because there's evidence of that. You know what I mean? There's not only like records being kept, but there's also people that are, that are, you know, that have had it and had the things happen to them, like long-term effects of COVID. You know, so it's like, I Dude. to me, when I weigh the difference, I'm like, I'm going to try that vaccine, dog.
0: I'm not saying you shouldn't and you can do whatever you want, but I'm saying, well, we're on two different subjects, but, you know, Hank Aaron just passed. Right. And they say it was because... They didn't put it. It was but a lot of people say it was the killed him, dude. He two weeks later he's dead.
2: I mean, yeah, but
0: and he got a shot to sh- like encourage the people to do it.
2: I'm willing to take that risk, bro. You know, listen, no, listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't Viagra can make you blind. Did you know that? No, but I don't doubt it. Viagra, Viagra can make you go blind. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very, very small percentage of people. Right. But the second my dick isn't at 100 percent, I'm making Viagra smoothies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying It's like I'm willing to roll the dice man I'm You know I
0: know I'm not saying you shouldn't or not I'm just saying is What do you believe Are you entertaining Are you willing to entertain An outside thought So Do you know what um, Oh fuck You know what nanotechnology is Yeah yeah Do you believe that There could be There's another theory There could be nanotechnology To kind of Straight up
2: be inside. Well, that's definitely possible. Okay. But here's the thing. The, t- the peak, the sort of people that would benefit from that kind of thing, there are way more efficient ways to get that in you. Like, you know, they could just put it in the water supply. You know, I mean, there's way more, there's way, it's, there's way more. It's
0: a good, that's a very good alternative theory right there.
2: Well, well I just mean there's more efficient ways to c- commit this sort of conspiracy. Like, um, you know, it's like I got a friend that's like real big on the chemtrails thing, but it's like, but I'm like, the politicians breathe in that same air though. You know what I mean? So it's like, why would they put shit in the air if they gotta breathe? I don't know. I'm I just want to uh, to go outside and like, look. Don't get me wrong. If I saw something from a reputable source that was like the f- is dangerous, and it probably is. It's in year in some years we are gonna find out. I know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm willing to roll the dice. You are. Yeah. I don't think it's bad
0: that you're saying this. I'm, so, now I'm more on the conspiracy thing of like, because you're such an open-minded person. When you said they start as a mistrust, and I go, and where did that mistrust come from? Some of the most fucked up things that have happened in this world have started as oh, And I fucking hate yeah. that people get, they just dismiss shit. I mean, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Epstein started as
2: um, Hold on, but before he died? I mean, before he was arrested? Dude, he's it's, it, that story's been around for 20 years. That Epstein has an island? Or that All there, that shit. Or that
0: there was, okay, okay. And do you know the, the, the Tuskegee, not Airmen? Do you know about the Tuskegee experiment? I just had another person yeah. where they gave there's X a, amount
2: of black people syphilis. There's a movie about it called Miss Ever's Boys. Exactly. Yeah, Lost Fishburne, yeah. Um, that was fucking real. Yeah, that definitely fucking happens. So You know what I'm saying?
0: MKUltra. You know about that? Yeah. I mean that is real. Co- so, Cointel Pro is
2: real. Yes, yeah, so there's But see. But, but see so think about So There are look,
0: four things that started out as, You're
2: crazy. No, but look, now real. But look though, Cointel Pro. What is that one? That was that was when the F, when the FBI was trying to infiltrate uh like the Black Panthers. Martin and, Luther King. Right. And, and they tried to expose his personal well, life. But also like the Black Panthers and the and the Crips and and what they what they were doing was <laughs> They were convincing. They they were infiltrating these groups and trying to convince each group that there was conspiracy against them from the other group, dude. So it was like that's what I mean. Is it's like yeah, these there's conspiracies and there's possibilities, but then there's also it's like it's almost like, it's like if I know how you're going to react, I can control your your action. But what what I'm saying is you. But okay, the crack game really quick before
0: I forget. Rick Ross. Okay. Yes or no. Because you already you already posted about the poppy fields. so Okay, you lost me. Okay. Rick Ross, freeway to Rick Ross, there's always that theory that the government was putting crack in the inner cities. Oh, okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Yes or no? Yes. A thousand percent.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? I mean, why is every liquor store? On, I mean, Boys in the Hood was a documentary, dude. You yeah. agree with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a one-time conspiracy. It's not proven to this day. They think this crack just happened naturally. Didn't they, didn't they admit it, though? I don't think so. Okay,
2: yeah, I think they admitted it.
0: But that was a conspiracy, right? And do you so the poppy fields is what in Afghanistan is that there's a there's a group of soldiers always in these poppy fields guarding the poppy fields, and that the government is somehow involved in the heroin trade. Do you believe that?
2: Oh, see, I, never, I think you posted that. I never heard. No, no, no. I never heard that. But I wouldn't be surprised. Then, dude, there's six theories that are crazy that you're all believed yeah. in. But, so, so you believe in this? Sh- no no no. I'm not saying that no conspiracy is ever. I hate correct. that that's
0: the word conspiracy though.
2: Yeah, because I, I I think that word is is overused. It's right. It's overused. It's not really well defined. But you know, any the two of us could be conspiring, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this the world runs on conspiracies. Conspiracies, right? But it's mm-hmm. like conspiracy. But there's like but there's a there's a there's a levels, you know what I mean? There's things that like Actually happened, and then there's things that p- are probably true, and then there's shit that is crazy than the motherfucker, and then there's shit that is like, <laughs> bro, you need to get back on your meds. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. This and story. so I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm terrified of being in this category. You know, I'm <laughs> terrified of being in the very crazy world. So, and, and and maybe more, you know, maybe there is shit I'm overlooking in in the process.
0: All I want to say is this: is that and then I got one more thing and I'm going to let you go because I know you're busy, but I can't forget this. See, the genie is out of the bottle, okay? Yeah. So the internet, when it started, the internet started in the 70s and it was a, it was a government project okay. and it was a way literally for a computer to talk to another computer and it was a military op. And in the 90s, literally in our own country, right here in our backyard, up in Stanford and Berkeley, they started going, okay, we can implement this. It was a scholastic thing mm. where schools could talk to each other and share papers. And then, hence, boom, those guys were like, this can be used for fucking selling fucking
2: toilet paper. And boom, the internet was born. With that. That's when Jeff, Jeff Bezos started working harder than all of us. Yeah, right? right?
0: So all of that. Borns basically the fourth industrial revolution, which is insanity. Or maybe it was the third, and the fourth is coming out with AI. So you have this new revolution.
2: AI is terrifying.
0: Well, okay, we can talk about that. But so hold that thought. So we have this new thing, and with it, the genie is, right? So it's what's happening right now as we speak. Are you familiar with the whole GameStop thing?
2: No, no. I I mean, I woke up this morning, it was everywhere, but.
0: So the GameStop is a brilliant thing that happened. So basically a bunch of gamers, which is the hardcore community on the internet, they go deep in Reddit. They're called the fucking floor lords, I think, and basically trading floor. Millions of guys got together and they got their stimmies, right? But it's like, how powerful is 10 million people with 600 bucks? And so they started piling in the stocks that were highly shorted. So they like GameStop, but also GameStop was so shorted that in order to do a short, it's hard to explain, but basically when the shorter is getting fucked, they have to buy more stock to get out, and by doing that, it makes the price go up. They fucking gamified the system and fucking the stock went from $5 to 350 in about a week. It's insane. And the Wall Street is losing its fucking mind. But the fucking so so
2: so what you're saying is they purposely game the system not to make money but to fuck over the people that are trying to make money on people losing money because that's what a short it, is right yes no, they they f- they went over
0: there to fuck the, it was a three prong system I believe a they love GameStop and they're like how they shit on this fucking company there's
2: gamers that love GameStop
0: love GameStop okay that's a whole other thing b they fucking went in and said. Uh, fuck you, you're like Wall Street. So it was like the new Occupy Wall Street with actual effects. Mm. They occupied it and see they made money in the process. They, one guy made millions, right? So they, you're able to rig the system. If you have enough people on one side and you put it, you say, five million people get together, we're all going to buy this, forget it. So they're doing it with AMC right now. A movie theater in a pandemic was up 201% today. It's insane. So that is like a new form of power like we've never seen, right? And it's the internet. So what are we living in the internet? What we're saying is why I believe all the the CTs are happening is because information is dismantled and dispersed everywhere. And maybe out of the corner of the internet, somebody's saying something that they could never get their voice heard and it kind of creeps out. And then there might be a little bit of truth to it. So that's why I don't think it's ever going to stop. It's only going to get bigger. No, okay. all, all of, because information is not yeah. going to stop. People are sharing their stories, and they can share it anonymously. It's never stopped.
2: It's, it's I feel always like it's bigger than it's been in the, my whole life in no, the last year. No, that's not true. And I and I and I can tell you why. I can. It's it's funny because I was listening to a podcast on the way over here about conspiratorial thinking. Wow. Okay. And it's in. And the guy was talking exactly about that. About how it seems like that it's more now yes. than there's ever been. But he's like, it's the same as it's always been. It just depends on who's president and well, who's this guy. And who how, made him the boss? And how personal? No, he's just someone that studied it. He, this is his theory. He, he doesn't know anything. It's his theory. But he's saying that like that, that not all conspiracies are political but like how? so so i think i think right now because the country is so divided politically there's more conspiracy p- political conspiracy so people think there's more conspiracies but even in the quietest most peaceful times conspiracies run rampant because people don't trust the government you know it's like one of the ones they brought up was the kennedy assassination right and it's how it's it's like he was all the evidence says he was killed by one man, one dude. Cl- one dude killed the most powerful man in the world with no help or anything, no prior planning or nothing, right? And and they want you to believe that that's the official story, but the documents have been sealed for like seventy years. Exactly. So right there is a right? red fucking flag. A- exactly. But and that's but but what I'm saying is once you once you build up enough mistrust. Every theory seems plausible,
0: right? Yes, you. You, you ever hear the saying? You find what you're looking for.
2: Yeah, so it's like once you once you hit a point where like, because I don't know any I don't know any <laughs> that believe just one. It's like Pringles, <laughs> right? Can. Once you get once you once you get the one, Got Then joke. you're like, hey man,
0: it's another <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> over here. Man. What I'm just saying though is that all of this stuff. I just say sometimes, a lot more times than life, there's, where there's smoke. There's fire? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. The last thing I'm going to ask you is this. Cancel culture.
2: Can- cancel culture. What about it?
0: Do you think that it's right?
2: Do I think that it's right?
0: Do we live in a society, I believe, that we're we're not even in cancel culture anymore. We're in a race culture. I think it's inevitable. Inevitable, but, but but you can't make a mistake anymore.
2: I don't think that's true. I think I think it feels that way, but like I was trying to say to you earlier, I I think that if you, if you if you can if you're genuine and you own up to what you said, then. I don't think you can be canceled. And I and I see that from evidence, you know, of, 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 of certain, because certain people get accused of certain stuff and it bounces off them. Yeah, that's true. And certain people get accused of certain stuff and they crumble, right? Yes. And usually, Bill Cosby is a perfect example. He didn't go down so hard and so fast because of what he did. He went down so hard and so fast because it was so contrary to how he presented himself. You know what I'm saying? Really good point. As long as you didn't do anything fucked up that like unforgivable, then I feel like you can get away with saying whatever as long as you speaking from a you know, speaking from the heart. Like as long as you But I,
0: I yeah, you have to own it. If you present a true like I try to say this, I never write anything, even in a text that I wouldn't say in public because I believe we're all
2: being Oh yeah, that's tough. I've fuck, I've made that mistake before. Where I'm like, why do I, why was I texting this person? Yeah, but 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 honestly, what I'm saying is though is that we
0: live in a time where, do you believe an accusation of anything
2: is now fact? And that's what's fucking crazy. But that's, but that's only because look, think about everyone that's been completely canceled. It's because they they've given those people power over them. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you. You know, it's like if how many times have you seen people do this? They come out with some kind of heartfelt apology, and then what's the next thing people say is that wasn't even a good apology. Yeah, you know. So it's like and now and now, but now you've shown you've shown this group of people that they can bring you. Because here's the deal: it's about power. It is about power. Because no one, everyone knows from the time he was a little kid, everyone knows that a forced apology ain't a real apology. How many times your mama say, apologize. I'm sorry that I punched you even though you stole my Cheez-Its, right? Or whatever. It's like, like, fuck you. The whole time you're apologizing, you're making it known that, like, I don't mean this. Yes. You know what I mean? And so if you force a person to apologize, you know it's not a real apology, but you still want it, right? And so ask yourself that. Why do you need an apology? Why did you get up in the morning and go searching the Internet for something to piss you off? And then demand an apology from somebody. It's like, why do you need that? It's it's a power thing, and it's like, I refuse to give you that power over me. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, be mad about it, motherfucker. But I, I wouldn't disappear. or None of that shit. It's like I'm, kind of, I'll I'll have a discussion with you. I'll do all that. But I'm not gonna like apologize to somebody that I didn't do anything to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, because it, it makes it it make because there's a there's a network of like bloggers and shit like that and they retweet each other and blo- And it makes it seem like it's like these all these thousands of millions of people and it's not no it's the same it's the same motherfuckers you know i was always one bitch in the neighborhood that's always looking out the window always peeking through the blinds
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: what i mean or, you know the, cause we, yeah. we, we had we had a neighbor like that i ain't gonna say her name she, but, but we had a neighbor like that was like it was like how the fuck grandma know what the fuck... We, how she know that I was out the house? Yeah. She in Atlantic City. How she call the house and say, get, go back in the house. Right? It's like, oh, it's because fucking Miss Davis is over there being fucking nosy. Yeah. And it's like, but now those people have groups. And they have groups that... Get, it's no different than like, um, like, um, like, you know, like people that like to like kidnap people and, and skin them and shit. And it's like, now they have wives. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they have they have subreddits you know so it's like they get to belong to a community and they ho- they all just get off on eating people up and 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 they get to disguise it as activism it's it's narcissism dressed up as activism and so they get they get to disguise their narcissism but nothing worse than a narcissist with a cause you know what i mean wow and that's all it really is it's like i refuse the be- now listen if i legitimately hurt a motherfucker I'm I'm willing to apologize. I'm not one of those people that's like I never say sorry, you know. But, 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 bitch, you don't know me. You woke up yesterday and and went to read something that I wrote five years ago, just so you could get mad. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
2: like you—that's your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you addicted to punishment. Some kind of you know mask, Sado mask. I don't know what it is.
0: Narcissism dressed up as activism. Yeah. That's you gotta up.
2: recognize that shit when you see it, man, because it's a lot of people in the.
0: Would you say most cancel culture is that?
2: a lot. I mean, yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it is that. It's it's just community. It's it's when people when people don't power power corrupts, you know. So it's like, especially when people ain't... you know, power like money. You know what I'm saying? You you see a motherfucker that ain't never had money, get money all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it ruins them. Mm-hmm. same thing a motherfucker that ain't never had power before they go crazy and it's the same thing it's it's, it's the opposite too people that have always had money or power and then and all of a sudden don't they can't survive you know what i mean and, and so anyway my point is this is a whole swath of people that has never had power they've never definitely never had the power to destroy someone <laughs> you know or to destroy someone's career you know or or, or whatever so and now they do you know and it's gonna always be out there, but it's like I, I just refuse to give those people power. That's why I don't. I'm not gonna interact with you. I'm not gonna to apologize to you. I mean, not that, I, and I don't think I say anything truly, all that controversial. But I'm saying what I really think. Yeah, you know, which I'm. I'm always open to new information. People trying to change my mind. I'm. I'm always open to that. But, but, uh, but all of these people like just wake up every day and go. Oh, you know what's trending? Who's who's mad at? Who are we mad at today? You see tweets like that. Yeah. Who Who, we mad at today? It's like what? You don't got nothing else to do. (laughs) It's so true. Who are we mad at? (laughs) How you get mad as a group? It's so fucking true, dude. It's the
0: beehive. They don't survive without the hive.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But hold on. But let's to clarify. We are not talking about Beyonce Beyonce fans. No, never. No, we love Beyonce. Yeah, I don't know. That is that is the one group I'm afraid of. Yeah, dude. If they come for your neck, bro, it's a wrap. I don't, yeah. do not, do not talk shit about being I'd rather talk about the government.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah I agree with you, dude. Yeah, don't, Dude, I appreciate this, man. I really do. I, and it was great getting your, I just wanted to pick your brain. So you want to hit him. Tell them tell what, what are you working on? Hit them with your socials. Um, do you have
2: a pod? I do. What's it called? It's called BS with Brian Simpson. And is it just you? It's just me. Yeah. I've, I, only, I've only had a couple of guests because I, I do it all myself.
0: I know. I feel like that. I like to get a lot of solo, but then sometimes I just get sick of like, And I'm like, I need to bounce stuff. I
2: didn't even know you did this. How many episodes are you deep in this? This
0: is 26.
2: Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But
0: it's been, I'm just starting. I mean, it's it was on and off for like two years. It's a lot of fucking work, dude. It is. Yeah. But I do believe that this is the new welcome man. This is the new Twitter. You got to have it. Yeah, it's it's a net. It's a net to catch fans that like go by you. If everything goes to shit and I can sell eighty tickets a night off of this, I'm living. Yeah,
2: and and I feel like it's a good way to come up with bits and stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you're so hit them with your socials. Uh, all my socials are BS comedian. Okay. uh um, all the places? Yeah, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it. But then then the the podcast is BS with Brian Simpson. That's on all platforms. Okay. And uh and uh, that's about it. No, I'm working I can't say what I'm working on. Yeah. Really? That's good then.
0: All right. Dude, great talking to you, man. Go check him out, guys. This was a marathon.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. And I loved it, man. Thank you